Hello, this is Carol H. Wall. Welcome to another session of Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh on my podcast. I am in the Life Purpose module of Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh. I do five modules. Life Purpose module. Behavioral Awareness and Change. Life Experiences. Emotions and Thoughts Process. And Mind and Body Connection, or the Health module. I had a challenge tonight. I was getting my groceries, and... um, There was a blessed man in a wheelchair, and I am trying to uh, navigate the frozen foods aisle, namely the uh, vegetarian TV dinners, which uh, I believe are delicious, and apparently he thought they were delicious too. He was in a wheelchair, and um, I was trying to price uh, TV dinners because they're very expensive, especially the vegetarian stuff. And... um, The frozen food aisle, in general, gets very crowded no matter what branch of uh, grocery store name I'm at. And, um, like many other people, I was pricing, and he was pricing as well. And what I want to talk about is my frustration about communication problems that we have in our society. And I'm mentioning that because um, the way our society behaves and the way people behave around us can cause a lot of stress and can affect our mental wellness process. It affected me tonight, especially and even with my newfound uh, my newfound faith in Jesus and God. And um, again, mental emotional self health is not a Christian process, but um, I've, I'm becoming a Christian, and um, I've accept Jesus as my Savior, and. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean going to church and doing good deeds. It means having a positive attitude and then respecting that Jesus died for our sins and being willing to repent for our sins. Although Jesus paid for our sins, we're still responsible for the sins we commit. And we still are responsible to ask to repent. And, um... I repent. Even when I when I cuss, I repent now. Or when I'm about to cuss, I try and say a substitute word like a filler word, word like uh, your mother teaches you how to say darn it instead of the other word, or heck instead of the other word, or uh, fudge instead of uh, the other word, and so on. Or sugar, sugar, sugar cubes instead of um, the other word. Because they're not very good for us either. They're they're also S H I T, you know. They're they're empty calories. Okay, uh, disclaimer is out of the way. Um, it was an especial challenge, but the challenge was easier when I when I thought about Jesus. Um, the phrase "forget forgive them; they know not what they do" went through my mind. And uh, the other thing that went through my mind was leave leave the anger leave the anger to God. And um, it's human to be angry. And it was human for him to be angry, the the guy in the wheelchair. Um, Although I have the appropriate respect for people that are not able to walk or move, because that's got to be hard hard to deal with. Um, I believe there are two kinds of... two two, Two kinds... Now, I'm doing discernment. I don't want to judge or label. I'm doing what's called discernment. I discern two groups at least, 
two basic groups of disabled people. There's the group of disabled people I'm discerning. I discern the group of disabled people that are doing their best and they're making an effort to be to still be respectful towards other people whether they have legs or not, whether you know we can walk or not. Other people in wheelchairs or other people um, that are not in wheelchairs, maybe other people that have different disabilities or people that are that don't have disabilities. And I have a visual disability and I have a mental illness that I am attempting very, very adamantly and very uh, strongly to recover from because I know that at least uh, a large percentage of my mental illness was caused by my in environment growing up and even my environment as an adult. And I've had some professional therapists even agree with me on that and the kind of therapy I need is beyond what my insurance will uh, pay for, especially on a long-term basis. So I'm in the grocery store, in the aisle, I'm trying to price TV dinners. So is the blessed man next to me in, in the wheelchair. I finally found what I wanted and chose what I wanted and pulled it out of the freezer and um, put it in the basket. And he goes, excuse me. And at first it was a very neutral, excuse me. And I said, that's all right. You know, I'm finished. And um, then he started mumbling something to me under his breath. He was still kind of looking at me, and it sounded almost like, like he was angry, like that. And I thought I heard you people or whatever. And I, I got so angry that I had trouble seeing in front of me. I got all hijacked in the brain again. Um, behaviorally, I walked away. Beha behaviorally, I walked away and went on with my shopping. But I, zo I, I zoomed. I, um, I called my mentor and um, I told him what was going on. And he said, Carol, stay cool. Turn it over. Turn it over to God. What would Jesus think? You know, what would Jesus say? Okay. So he's acting like an entitled, passive-aggressive person and uh, mumbling under his breath and getting all mad at me. And my, my anger, I was, at my men, I was uh, talking to my mentor and I, and I said, he didn't have to be that way. You know, and I was mad. He didn't, did not have to be that way. Why, why do people have to act in, like they're entitled, like they're better than you just because they're in a, a goddamn wheelchair? You know, excuse me, sorry, Jesus, repent. You know, I was just... You know, I was angry enough to swear, but I repent for swearing. Um, we need to cuss sometimes, but we need to uh, not do it too much, and we need to be sorry about it, because that's not appropriate now for me to misuse God's name and Jesus' name. But um, I, I cursed... I, I was thinking to myself, in my mental wellness process, if I have a thing called hate the problem, not the person, that's something I wrote, and uh, he had problems. Very clearly, he had problems. He had issues with his communication skills and with his behavior, and he had an attitude of entitlement, you know, more entitlement than me. Now, granted, he had a disability that was probably messing him up more than mine was messing me up. Um... But he hadn't learned any skills, I suppose, or he didn't want to learn any skills, or he didn't give a darn about those skills. See, I'm saying the word darn, you guys. He didn't give a darn about learning the skills. 
and uh, God knows he might he might have even been homeless. So it's like I I pitied him, and I prayed, you know, and I I prayed, you know, God take away my anger, you know, I um I can't afford to stay mad longer than I need to. This is I don't want to be part of the problem. I don't I don't. And then I was also aware that when people are abusive or nasty to us, um, it's like like a monkey throwing poop at you at the zoo and uh, or the zoo, you're the zookeeper and there's monkey you know monkey is throwing poop in your face or whatever and you know and it, maybe it lands in your hand and it's like you don't know what to do with it maybe there's no place to throw it there's no garbage to throw it in or no receptacle to throw the poop in or whatever and um, that was how I felt I mean here I was trying with my phone in one hand and the freezer door at the grocery store in the other hand trying to price some more frozen foods and trying to find the food and I was very aware of what was going on I was being triggered and um, I was I was trying to I was struggling with my my learned skills that I was that I've been trying to learn in, in mesh in my mental wellness process and the emotions and thoughts process module which is the hardest part of my mesh process I mean behaviorally I can I can keep my voice down and try not to be abusive back and carry on but when I'm when I'm dysregulated emotionally um, and when my feelings are hurt, I, I went back to my childhood that, that morphed into the life experiences module. Um, I thought back to when I was seven years old and I was at school and other kids were, were pushing me around, pushing me in the classroom and pushing me in the hallway and pushing me in the cafeteria at school. Or I was even in, still in therapy and I was getting pushed around by, by adults, you know, we're, we were shoving each other around or at least they were shoving me around you know, <clears throat> to get breakfast, you know, at the beginning of, uh, you know, therapy. And um, whether it was in the hospital or whether it was, you know, in an outpatient program. And um, I was just, ugh, you know, I don't, I don't even want to be here when, when they're act because they're acting like that. I, this is not very therapeutic. And I, I had to tell myself uh, tonight, I'm in the grocery store. We're all trying to get something done. And Ani was telling me on the phone, what can you do, Jean Carroll? What can you do right now? Focus on your shopping. Don't worry about him. Focus on your shopping. You are a 54-year-old grown-ass woman, and we need to get your shopping done, all right? We don't want you to become even more fucked up than he is right now. We don't want you to be part of the problem. He threw poop at you, and you need to get rid of it so that you don't end up throwing poop at someone else or throwing poop, you know, swallowing it. And then it, it turns out later on, I was able to get my shopping done. You know, I started calming down. I was still a little upset, but I was calming down. I ended up having to get in line with him. And uh, with his mixture of entitlement and my general trying to learn respect towards people in wheelchairs, I let him get in line first. And I let him even have a really wide berth. I was trying to deal with the COVID thing. You know, I don't know if we're supposed to practice social distance. It's probably still a good idea. And the poor cashier, he was so cool. And the guy, there was a guy behind me. Are you in line, ma'am? And I, I said, yeah. Uh, why don't you, why don't you move, move forward? And I said, well, there's a guy, you know, he, you know, he might get mad at me if I uh, crowd him. I told him the truth. I told the cashier the truth. You know, I, I need to wait till he's finished. And the guy in the wheelchair kept started, you know, yelling at the woman uh, who was bagging his groceries. And I thought, yeah, he's got a problem. 
and he couldn't have heard, heard me telling the other people what was going on because I was like standing way in the back. He was like, I don't know, 10 feet away. And I was talking in a really quiet voice. You know, I have a, I have a way of projecting my voice, but not, not at people I want, I want to hear me. Just the people I'm talking to. You know, I've kind of learned how to do that in a public place. And um, that's another skill I've, I've learned how to do. Because I, I don't want to get upset and dysregulated. But I, I said, I had a problem with him in the, in the aisle. He, he went off on me. He kind of he muttered something nasty under his breath at me. Because he thought I was in the way in the frozen foods. And the guys were like kind of bewildered. And I don't know if they were, I think they were sympathetic. But they were a little like, 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 care, like uh, ma'am, why are you letting this get to you? And, and I said, no, really, I, I want, you know, I want to be respectful towards people in wheelchairs. I don't want to, you know, make them mad. You know, I don't want to make them madder than he already is. You know, again, you know, my, my controlled voice, keep it down, you know. And, and um, so we got through the check checkout, and I was able to Uber home. And uh, the good news is I found a grocery store closer to home that was in a nicer neighborhood than the neighborhood I'm living in. So that was that was good, and I got all the groceries I wanted. And I'm calming down, but um, number one, um, no matter what disability we're dealing with, no matter what problem we're dealing with, we have a right and a responsibility. We we are blessed with you know the right and the responsibility, especially if we if, if you're listening and we're all, all on the internet right now, we can Google search emotional regulation, anger management. And if you're a Christian or a believer, you know, how do you, how do you handle this with God or Jesus? You know, pray, you know, Google a prayer, um, download this wonderful app called Abide. You don't even have to sign in. They've got like two minute prayers and meditations. And if you plug in your earphones, they've got anger prayers. And I just listened to one and, uh, maybe I'll even play you a piece of it. I almost forgot to do that. What's your response when someone offends you? Ecclesiastes 10 verse 4 in the Amplified Bible says, If the temper of the ruler rises against you, do not leave your post showing resistance, because composure and calmness prevent great offenses. God always speaks encouragement and positivity into our lives, doesn't he? But that's not true of a lot of people we deal with every day here on earth. That man acted like he wanted to punish me for some terrible thing I did. All I was doing was pricing food, just as he was. All he had to do was say, excuse me, I need to get in. All I had to say was, okay, that's all right. I'm finished now. Leave it at that. No mumbling under his breath. And then me, you know, how do I not react to that? I found that very offensive. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything wrong. I did not deserve to be treated like that. Now that man, I know he didn't deserve to be having to, you know, sit in a wheelchair. He didn't deserve to be disabled. But he's not better than me. And I'm not better than him. Anger management. Not, not anger suppression, anger management. But whenever we are brought down by what others say, we know 
that we serve a loving God who is always there to encourage us. It's so great to know that we can go to God's word to find exactly what God says about us versus what man might say. When I thought about Jesus, I thought, yeah, Jesus had to deal with that kind of stuff all the time, especially I'm reading this John chapter in the Bible, little pieces of John book in the Bible, and um, I know that Jesus had to deal with a lot of um, dissent, and he took it in stride, and at the end when he died on the cross, he had an attitude of forgive them, they know not what they do. I hope everybody is safe. God bless.